Welcome to a special replay of The Real Investment Show, pre-recorded earlier this week for rebroadcast at this time. And now for something completely different. Forget everything you've been told by others before. Get ready for the real deal. The full story. Real talk about money. Markets. Life. Now, it's The Real Investment Show, presented by RIA Advisors. We're here. Welcome, everybody, to Financial Fitness Friday. I'm Rich Ross of CFP, Danny Ratliff, CFP. We're so happy you're joining us. Oh, I'm longing for the days of Gerald Ford. Longing for my whip inflation now buttons. I did, I did get some vintage win buttons, by the way. Gave one to Mr. Clanton. Mr. Roberts probably threw it in the trash going, what the hell is this? Um, but that was a grassroots movement to combat inflation, which I think is better than the current president is doing right now. I think we all got buttons. It would be probably better. Um, this was to encourage Danny because you weren't even, a, I don't even think Danny's grandparents were born yet. Um, personal savings and disciplined spending habits was how we were going to whip inflation now. So if you just wore that little button, I was little and I wore the little button. I wore the button, I had no idea what I was wearing, but it was like, I win, I win. (laughs) Yep, inflation was public enemy number one. October 8th, 1974. Well, you know, Thinking about inflation, all the things that we're doing to curtail that, mm-hmm. we, we created this problem, and now we're, we're trying to figure out a way out of this to unwind all these issues. And we knew that, look, quantitative easing, you know, lower interest rates for longer, much longer periods of time than we probably needed. The economy was sustainable at one point, and, and now it's only sustainable with this. I think the Fed gets an unfair uh, kind of ra- – and I'm not a big fan of, obviously, Mr. Uh, – Artie Johnson on his little tricycle with his water pistol, Powell. But obviously, Danny, it's all this fiscal spending and all this fiscal stimulus that was absolutely not needed. Or at least if it were needed, it should have been done in a much more direct approach or at least more surgical approach, right? Not this shotgun, send money to everybody. Uh, And then obviously we've had... That was in combination of people who were saving money. They, they, they built up their cash coffers. Look at what the personal savings rate was during the mm-hmm. pandemic, right? Um, too, bad it didn't st- too bad it didn't stay there. So people had all this cash in their checking accounts, pent up demand for sitting in their houses all this time, and then fiscal stimulus. I think it was the second fiscal stimulus that was not required that really, in the face of supply chain, created this perfect storm. Well, right? you, you, have, you have counteracting arguments here in the sense that you, you can't have this fiscal policy completely different from monetary policy as well. So I get your point in the sense that it makes it a very difficult for for the, the, the government and congressmen and women to get things done. If you're going to say on one hand, they're going to say, oh, everything's OK. We're going to economy strong. We're going to start raising interest rates. We're going to do some quantitative tightening. We're going to unwind some of this. And then on the other end, they're handing out free money because they say that everybody needs it. Well, in, in some ways, it should work like where it is, if fiscal is the stimulus of the day, then you need to pull back on the monetary stimulus because the fiscal stimulus in the face of less supply uh, and great demand is going to create inflation. I don't think what everybody thought about, except we talked about it, was how long was this going to last? How long was this inflation dilemma going to be? And obviously, it's longer than anybody else has anticipated. And what, what's going on in Russia and Ukraine, when you look at foodstuffs and wheat, fertilizer, I mean, the, the whole, that whole situation there, even say the war is over, hopefully soon, but we're these going are to have issues with long-lasting impacts. Long-lasting here. impacts um, to inflation. Now, to Lance's point, which I do agree with, we're going to see a slowdown in economic activity. We've already seen it. 
we're going to continue to see it. Inflation will ebb. The problem is your plateau is a lot higher. So when I hear Powell talk about this 2% benchmark, they're still, they're going down with that ship, Danny. They are going down with that ship, that inflation. So now we'd like to get two, back to the 2%. Right? Yeah, they keep We could never get there. No. So why don't you set the bar higher? We're already ready for it. Yeah. It, well, what's your new benchmark rate for inflation? Because it can't be 2%. And that messes up a lot of financial plans, okay? Because what happens is financial planning software goes by what the Fed's mandate is, I think. Okay? Get everybody on the road to higher benchmark rate. Maybe it's three. I don't know. I don't know what it is yet. And we might have to change inflation in our plans next year uh, again, even though we did it a, a year and a half ago. So we're going to have to wait and see how well, we come out of this. The, the issue here is that historically, when we talk about we want at least 2% inflation, we're looking for 2% GDP. We're looking for growth. We're looking for all of these mm -hmm. other metrics to, to measure up to it as well. Mm -hmm. Now, if we talk about 2%, you know, we, we may have that. We may not. But especially if we say that's why I think they're not setting the bar any higher because they do see that there's a slowdown on the horizon. If we're not already seeing one now, that maybe it's not the three or four that we've historically wanted and needed. That those those numbers have changed. I think mm -hmm. that those are just a, you know, they're so far in the rearview mirror that I'm not even sure they know where to where or how to get there. I don't either. I think it's like when you go for your blood tests and your numbers are awry, and then the doctor goes, "Well, do the little of this, and then let's check it again." And meanwhile, when you look at uh, how most of America is suffering due to inflation, um, it's a problem. Might kill the patient before. <laughs> Well, and it's, it's really easy to be a Monday morning quarterback here. I mean, I don't envy their position one bit. However, um, you know, actions have consequences. And we've seen that these things have gone on for far too long. And now we're, we're having to pay the piper. It's funny. The Fed research that comes out of their banks, like the Atlanta Fed, New York Fed, makes a heck of a lot more sense than the head of the Fed. They talk about this stuff like they know what's going on. And I read their white papers and I go, yeah, but where is the disconnect between a bank creating great information and the Fed actually using it? I, you know, I, it, 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 it puzzles me. It puzzles me because they are producing data that talks about a lot of what we're talking about. And I will use as a resource yet. At the same time, when Powell talks and his and his and his group there, it's like they're not they go through this political prism and they don't look at their own data. Yeah. And that that I guess that part of it really puzzles me more than anything else. Well, I don't think it should puzzle you. I mean, you, you just you hit the nail on the head. It's a political prism. It's not exactly what the data suggests. It's what the politicians want and who you know, we saw this back with Trump when he got after Powell trying to raise rates in 2018 right um we're right. going to see that once again especially with midterms coming up i mean I, I think there's so many political ties here especially to the economy and each president here seems recently has been judging themselves on on just that you know the market well and here's the funny part and we'll talk about this and it's not really funny but the current administration always talks about how the stock market's not important yet the secure act that they're going to look to pass is all about getting more people in the stock market <laughs> And the stock market is going to be more important to everybody based on these new changes that are coming, possibly coming, which we'll get into in later shows and in writings. We get back, just talk about where the market is today, um, seeing, a, seeing a bit of a rebound based on the sell-off yesterday. You're listening to Financial Fitness Friday here on The Real Investment Show. Thank you. 
Get daily investment news you can use. Delivered at the speed of the internet at realinvestmentadvice.com. We're all impacted by the significance of the passage of time, especially when it comes to signing up for Medicare. When should you enroll? What's the best plan for you? How will the significant passage of time adversely affect your Medicare premiums? Join Richard Rosso and Danny Ratliff for our next virtual lunch and learn on Medicare, avoiding pitfalls and permanent penalties. Thursday, April 21st. Register now at realinvestmentadvice.com for our next free lunch and learn to avoid the pitfalls and permanent penalties of Medicare. Realinvestmentadvice.com. Anyone can sell you insurance and they'll gladly take your premium dollars. The RIA Insurance Agency can provide you with insurance solutions tailor-made for your needs and lifestyle. Because everyone's assets are different, let RIA Insurance review what you need to protect and how. We won't sell you insurance, but what you need will be a matter of policy. RIA Insurance Agency. 888-915-0780. 888-915-0780. Realinvestmentadvice.com. Click on the insurance tab. Do you know what you don't know when hiring and retaining quality employees? Compensation is more than just wages. It's personal time off. The vacation days, healthcare benefits, a 401k. Do you know what's important to them? Hi, I'm Tom Allen, RIA Advisors Retirement Plan Consultant. Let us show you how to make the most of an affordable, effective package that will deliver true value for your business and your employees. Call me toll free at 855-RIA-PLAN or online at realinvestmentadvice.com. And now, another page from the Real Investment Advisors Investing Manifesto. Bulls win in bull markets. Bears win in bear markets. Eagles soar above and take advantage of opportunity. Let us help you soar as you reach your financial goals with RIA Advisors. Neither bull nor bear. RIA Advisors, 281-501-1791 or online at realinvestmentadvice.com. The Real Investment Show. Welcome to a special replay of The Real Investment Show, pre-recorded earlier this week for rebroadcast at this time. Lance is wondering which one of us would be BJ, Danny, and I said it has to be you because you're hairier. And you'd look so cute in those outfits with the little shirt and the beanie. Oh my gosh. We would take, it would be great. I'm buying a truck. I, I have made my decision. Walmart, here we come. Walmart, here we come. So listen, uh, we're all into word salad, obviously. Uh, that's the thing now. So people don't like the word annuity. Wait, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna <clears throat> see if I can do it. Whisper like AOC. People don't know what an annuity is. They have no idea. If they did, they'd like it. <laughs> so, an annuity is guaranteed income. And who doesn't like guaranteed income? Some people have pensions. When Danny and I did our retirement inflation battling right lane class, yeah, I was amazed by how many people raised their hands who had pensions, Danny. I was jealous of each and every one of them. So guaranteed income is a pension. Social security isn't, is, is a is an annuity, is a is guaranteed income, right? That's what, a social, that's what Social Security is. There are numerous studies that show people who have some form of guaranteed income spend more in retirement. They feel like they have more retirement freedom. It sort of makes sense, Danny. It goes back to our premise of how do you take a fixed rate from variable assets? So how do I take a, every year 4% out of a stock and bond portfolio? No, I have to monitor those. Maybe I can, some years I'll do more, some years I might have to do less. What if I have a bear market? What would I do? Would I pull money from other sources? If I have a check coming in every month, I feel comfortable to spend it because I know in the following month, guess what happens? I get another check, right? So. David Blanchett found out, which is, uh, David's a great uh, student of retirement income. 401k investors, and not many have them, with annuities, Danny, are less likely to trade. These guaranteed income make participants more likely to stick with their portfolio during times of higher volatility. And it makes sense because I don't have to worry 
about it, right? I know that if I put X amount of dollars in, I'm going to get X amount of dollars out. So it simplifies my decision around generating income for retirement. And, and I'm not saying that you should have all your money in guaranteed income products, but it is show you that people don't have to worry about the income decision. I think when you're in a target date fund, Danny, you got to worry, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. But the issue is that target date funds, people still don't quite understand them in the right. sense that they right. all have their, their glide path or so to speak of, you know, whatever that may be. And it's typically not the glide path that you would expect because you got, this is one of those issues where you really have to understand all of the other problems that, that it can get, can occur here. Right. Yes. And so the volatility aspect, and it's not necessarily, you don't always get what you think you are. And so that's the big part I think about the target date funds, but you're right. I think it does allow people to say, hey, you know what? We can ride some of these things out. Because I don't have to worry about the ups and downs, yeah. right? Because this part's not variable. Correct. Well, and so I think that's the, the whole aspect of a, a good financial plan should allow you to understand, you know, what type of bandwidth you have here for losses, number one. Um, but doesn't that depend on the input on those plans? Absolutely. If I'm going to show you that I'm going to get 10% returns, well, I, I see nothing but roses. Why should I have to take 4%, right? I could take 5% or so. Correct. Forth, right? Yep. And so that's that's the bigger part of it, right? So yeah. if you can do a financial plan, you understand what are your non-discretionary expenses? How can you meet that? Does it look, is it Social Security? Do you have that defined benefit plan that's going to provide you with that pension income? Do you have a guaranteed income annuity? Um, these are all things that I think will help support the other behaviors, like you mentioned, Rich. And that doesn't mean it's it's right. I mean, I don't think you just throw caution to the wind. But if you're in a portfolio, you understand the impacts, mm -hmm. I, I think that can be a, a, a good thing. Now, I'm not encouraging anybody to write anything out by any means, especially we know the math of loss. We know Absolutely. the impact this can have. And that doesn't mean to, to just say, hey, we're going to go 100% in equities or you know become speculative either. But in all fairness, Danny, people who, and look at all the studies that show people make terrible decisions at highs and lows in markets. Right. Mm. So if I can create a strategy that reduces trading impulses by clients and yet benefit them with income, you know, it seems like it makes sense. Right. We go in there and we ask actually risk manage. But a lot of investors look at all the Dalbar studies, right? They're going to probably do a terrible job or they have most of their money in their company stock. You know, we've right. seen some really atrocious things going on in people's 401ks because when they put that money in, it goes into this black box. They never look at it again. And I don't know if that's good or bad. I guess depending on your five, 20 years, maybe it's good. If I've got three to five years to retirement, it's bad. And then if I'm depending upon a target date annuity and say, well, my target date's 2023, that means it's safe because it's 2023. If they don't take the years out of those target date funds and why that has not been suggested, Danny, I have no idea because to your point, there's no maturity date. Once I say, okay, Danny, I'm going to retire in 2023. Well, you should be in a 2023 fund because logic tells me I should be probably having maybe 10 to 30% in equities, if that, because I'm going to be looking to take money out. These target date funds that, that are have this year as their date, as their target, the only target is you on your back because you're going to have at least 60 to 70% in equities. It doesn't make sense. These funds do not make sense. So what I do you think rather... a 2020 is? Oh, you mean as far as the allocation? Yeah. Okay, so a 2020 fund, which means I've already a couple of years in retirement roughly, not even, but a little bit. Uh, okay, let me tell you what I think it should be, and then you could tell me what it is. 20% equities. Okay. What's a 2020 fund? 45 but here's the other aspect of this as well, right? So it's not, so the remainder of that is primarily going to be in fixed income. So right now you have a problem that fixed income is down just as much as the market. And so you may or look more, at this. Or more, depending yeah, on the fixed income you're in, right? That's right. Now, I just looked at one fund. I mean, we can take a look at a, a couple of others. Well, if you look at like a Vanguard 2022. I looked at 2020. Uh -huh. um, now you look at a Fidelity. Yeah. You have 52%. In equities. It's Isn't called a 2020 fund. Yeah, it's called the magic of the glide path, and you're going to have to figure this out. 
Well, I think this yeah. is where active management. So, you know, we've been able to just go buy the market and things have gone up. But at some point, you're going to have to rely on some type of active management, even within fixed income, because you're not going to be able to just buy and hold and just sit and wait. Who you have to look at glide paths. Do you know what's that? Who's the professor who created these glide paths? Oh, man, I don't know. <laughs> it's well, the but, whole premise is if you have some form of guaranteed income, you're probably not going to mess up your plan. Correct. Right. Whether or not you need it. This is uh, the blanket of the heat map. The blanket. Yeah. We'll need that in the cab. It's going to be cold when we're driving through like Iowa. So bring the heat map with you. Um, Jeff on uh, YouTube says, well, annuities are basically overpaying for the guarantee. Well, your pension's an annuity. Um, fixed index annuities won't have as many costs. I would, I would argue some do. I will tell you, Social Security, how many times have you tried to replicate in the private market what you're going to get paid out in Social Security? You can't. No. You can't. Well, I've tried. Is, it, I've it, tried. I've tried to see if I can replicate it. I can't find a product out there that does it. Correct. But the other aspect is how long will you live? I mean, where is your break-even point? And so I think right. this is something that needs to be calculated and, and taken into account. So mm -hmm. that's one of the bigger factors. Yes. Because, Danny, without the plan, how do you even know – whether or not outside of Social Security, if you need a guaranteed income. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you have a pension, that's great. But some people might say, hey, um, I want to roll this pension over and leave it for my family. I don't really need this, right? But it also depends on, the, like you said, the longevity risk. The problem is people get sold guaranteed income products and they may not need them. Uh, the whole goal of an annuity is to, what Danny just said, is to manage longevity risk for you and or a spouse. And how many, we talked about this on our right lane, how many people just really do have that crystal ball? They just know when they're going to die. Oh, I'm not going to live that long. Yeah. Oh, I've, we even heard that Saturday. I'm not going to live that long. Uh, you got some magic godly eight ball that I'm not really aware of. So the question is, what if you do? What if you do? Because if you're dead, who cares? Are you looking at joint life expectancy? You and your spouse. Women outlive men. Right? Uh, what's the longevity of your spouse look like? So there are a lot of factors that are going to go into this. But with guaranteed income, and that's why you are seeing such a retirement crisis today, is because people don't have pensions. And they're not good savers, this audience excluded, right? When you look at the median wealth that people have, what's the median 401k balance, Danny, for someone who's, say, 60 years old? Not enough. Yeah. Not nearly It's enough. not even six figures. No. Right? We do the simple wise study that shows how many people, how many retirees, 50 plus, maybe have a year's worth of retirement income saved, right? So... So there's going to be a group of people, and what we're doing at RIA now is trying to classify those, trying to help you for, for even from a simple rule of thumb to understand even if you need a guaranteed income option outside of Social Security. But without proper planning, you really just don't know. We're going to continue on this conversation. Also, we're going to talk about the Principal Financial Group's latest retirement security study released this week. How are people feeling? What's the research shape? Principal, principal does a really good job at helping people or understand where people feel or how they feel about their retirement income security. We get back here on Financial Fitness Friday. We'll be right back. Stay tuned for more of this special edition of The Real Investment Show, pre-recorded earlier this week. investment advice blog it's required reading for the informed investor catch it today at realinvestmentadvice.com we're all impacted by the significance of the passage of time especially when it comes to signing up for medicare when should you enroll what's the best plan for you how will the significant passage of time adversely affect your medicare premium join richard rosso and danny ratley for our next virtual lunch and learn on medicare avoiding pitfalls and permanent penalties thursday april 21st register now at real investmentadvice.com for our next free lunch and learn to avoid the pitfalls and permanent penalties of Medicare. Realinvestmentadvice.com 
Anyone can sell you insurance and they'll gladly take your premium dollars. The RIA Insurance Agency can provide you with insurance solutions tailor-made for your needs and lifestyle. Because everyone's assets are different, let RIA Insurance review what you need to protect and how. We won't sell you insurance, but what you need will be a matter of policy. RIA Insurance Agency. 888-915-0780. 888-915-0780. Realinvestmentadvice.com. Click on the insurance tab. And now, another page from the Real Investment Advisors Investing Manifesto. A passive investment portfolio requires active risk management. It's not a choice, it's necessity. Diversification doesn't protect against risk of loss. Let us actively help you reach your financial goals with RIA Advisors. Neither bull nor bear. RIA Advisors, 281-501-1791 or online at realinvestmentadvice.com. Can't catch the whole show now? Listen to our podcast later at realinvestmentadvice.com. Elon Musk recently took a large shareholder position in Twitter. He made some comments that Twitter should be the town square where everybody can freely have their opinions heard without censorship, etc. The Real Investment Show podcast. Same show, your schedule. The staff at Twitter are apparently so triggered they were even stressed on their monthly day off for a day of rest. At realinvestmentadvice.com. It's called the weekend, folks. Small businesses are discovering that attracting and retaining top talent come down to more than just salary. In today's highly competitive job market, compensation is more than just wages. Hi, I'm Tom Allen, RIA Advisors Retirement Plan Consultant. Healthcare and retirement plans can make the difference in hiring and retaining the best employees. We can show you how to build an affordable, effective employment package that delivers true value for your workers and your business. Call me toll-free at 855-RIA-PLAN or online at realinvestmentadvice.com. Real Investment Show podcasts are now available from Stitcher Smart Radio at stitcher.com. Hi, Lance Roberts here. If you're like most people, your 401k plan represents the bulk of your retirement assets. And unfortunately for many, managing your 401k plan can be difficult. There's so many choices, so many things to consider. With just a quick email, a couple of questions, you can put RIA advisors to work for you managing your 401k plan. It's a quick and easy application. Just simply click ask a question at realinvestmentadvice.com or give us a call at 855-RIA-PLAN. That's realinvestmentadvice.com. Register now at realinvestmentadvice.com for our next free lunch and learn to avoid the pitfalls and permanent penalties of Medicare with Ratliff and Rosso. Thursday, April 21st. When should you enroll? What's the best plan for you? How will the significant passage of time adversely affect your Medicare premium? Register now at realinvestmentadvice.com. You're listening to The Real Investment Show. I do the whisper again? What is your retirement fear? Do you know? I bet you don't know. Most people don't know. And guess what? This principal financial group study shows that 2,000 U.S. consumers, 248 plan sponsors that have at least one product or service with principal uh, financial participated in this study conducted in November and December. 50%, this is a great factoid from the study or takeaway, 50% of workers are either unsure how much they should be saving for retirement or know they are saving less than they should be. 50% are unsure. That tells me, Danny, there is no plan structure. There's no blueprint, right? There's no road to figure out what kind of returns do I need? What could my lifestyle look like? How much should I be saving, right? Yeah, I, I think this is a, a, a huge issue. You know, we talk about personal finance 101, mm -hmm. and this goes into the workplace as well. And unfortunately, plan sponsors aren't doing enough. Plan administrators aren't encouraging it enough. And Wall Street does just want to sell product, right? They don't want to, they don't care about the education and the plan. What, what do you always say when we are on our right lane? The plan is a loss leader. Yeah. The plan is designed to push you into product. The plan should be the plan, and that's really important. And most people would just do a plan, even if they just started a plan, like say our my blocks on on our RIA advisors. Right? There's a there's a retirement awareness that you're going to create, going one step at a time. 
right? Very important. Um, also, 62% of workers see employer match contributions as the top criterion for reaching retirement goals. 52% say it's a balanced portfolio. 51% cite financial advice and guidance. But I will tell you, I know what this financial advice and guidance is. It's all about product. It's about product. Not setting up how money is going to work for you in retirement. Um, I would also think, you know, we're not, I didn't, I've, I've been writing about the SECURE Act. I haven't published anything yet because... Frankly, Danny, we don't know what's gonna, what the end result's going to look like. But one is to boost auto contributions, right? Mm-hmm. Where you have to affirm out. You have to just elect to be out of this 3% or whatever it is that's coming out of your check. Unfortunately, we have to do that these days because otherwise people won't do it. So if I elect out, I might not elect out and just take that 3%. I hate to say it, but I'm force feeding you. Well, I think once somebody sees the paycheck and say, okay, well, maybe it's not as right, you know, impactful as I anticipated, then they just don't go back. And some of it may be just people are lazy. Yep. Or don't realize it. No, agree. Changing nature of retirement saps confidence. So here's a really good point. Time was when retirement timing, that was a terrible sentence, in the U.S. was primarily driven by the age of a person could collect Social Security and pension or defined benefit plan, right, or pension. Today, workers say the retirement depends on when I've saved enough or when I cannot do the work any longer. And this shift has taken a toll on many workers' confidence. Only 40% of the workers said they are confident. They have the knowledge to make good decisions with their retirement account ahead of a job change or retirement down from 59% in the first quarter. So you see, not having the pension, Danny, not having some form of an annuity structure or defined benefit plan, putting the onus on the employee to make those decisions has resulted in this lack of confidence. I I totally understand that. Do you? Yeah, absolutely. Well, and even plan sponsors don't feel like they do enough. They don't Mm -hmm. feel like that their employees are saving enough. You know, a lot of times I think that there's also paralysis by analysis. The information is, you know, it moves so quickly that people just don't understand what to do oftentimes and the overall impact of it. So they feel like, you know what, I'm never going to get there. We also talk about, I mean, look at all the commercials, Rich, that say, what's your number? What do you need to retire? Right. They never talk about how to get there. They just talk about, you're going to need this enormous number. And it's like your doctor saying, hey, you need to lose 50 pounds <laughs> and you need to do it now. I mean, that's overwhelming. Most people just say, well, that's not going to happen, right? But if you start to set goals and say, okay, mm-hmm. where's this? Let's get to this mile marker at this time and do it little by little. And you understand this is a marathon, it's not a sprint. And it's going to take quite a bit of time to get to where you need to go. But these little behaviors all along the way are going to be extremely beneficial to, to get to that number. Yep. And that's where I think that the, the industry misses that boat. Yes. Well, Lance will love this one because he. It's about Social Security, something he really really enjoys. Yeah, Yeah. 64% of workers and 73% of Gen Z, that's my daughter's age, she's 23, lack confidence that Social Security would be available to them. Only 30% of respondents said they have created their retirement savings goal based on an estimated income floor in retirement, what they need to cover as far as monthly essential expenses, right? Or 73% admit that they lack the knowledge of how to create income from, from savings. 73% of respondents, Danny, think about this, do not understand how to create a retirement income paycheck. Because guess what? The financial industry only cares about accumulation. And we talked about this at uh, our class. Mm-hmm. This whole, the entire industry is based on, um, we use Tim Allen in tool time. Not Wilson on the other side of the fence, who's in distribution mode, the accumulation mode, right? Where most investors want to know, even young investors, my daughter will ask me questions about this. Dad, how do you create a retirement income stream? Like I'm working and I get that, but how do I do that? So it's even regardless of age, Danny, people want to know, how do I create a retirement income from my savings and social security, like what goes into the pot that yep. now comes to me, right? 
we don't focus enough on that. We're going to have a guide that's going to come out. It's about 15 pages um, that's going to help you understand how to ways to boost household income. And it's not just for people close to retirement. Obviously, this study shows me. Yeah, no, this is for everyone. And I think yeah. this is the bigger part is that you need to understand how you accumulate, where do you accumulate assets, what the overall impact is, understand that these things will be variable as well. And how do you take that into account? And then you create that distribution plan mm -hmm. from there. Because, look, you have to understand the accumulation aspect before you can understand the distribution. That's the problem, Rich, is that we've all been force-fed, put in the 401k, put in pre-tax, and then we don't give ourselves much flexibility. And so you only have one way to recreate that paycheck. And that's going to be the, the way Uncle Sam loves, I'm sure, because mm -hmm. they're getting their tax dollars. Right. Isn't there a way, to your point, to say, okay, listen, Wilson, Brent Wilson, Danny Tim Allen, I'm the guy in the middle. I got to help you both understand each other. Like, don't you think when I'm in accumulation and I'm learning, I should also be p planning for that distribution, right? It all ties together. It's the same road, except one's the beginning, one's more toward the end. But I've got to plan for that entire road. I got to plan my road between you mm -hmm. and Brent, right? That's right. But I'm only going to focus on you, Danny. Forget him. Yeah, you know, Brent, you know. We'll put him in the back of the cab. We don't care. You know what we need to do? We need to create like a mentor program, right? I mean, so a good financial advisor should be doing most of these things already. Mm -hmm. But imagine if everybody had somebody who's already been there and done that. And they could actually discuss, you know, financial pitfalls, things they've done well, things that, you know, yeah, this would be great. I mean, everybody needs a mentor in, in their job, anything that you're doing. Uh, and I think that that would maybe be, that's what we're doing. We're going to start a mentor program. Mentor program. I like it. All right. Like it. What do we need? We need people people every we 10 a, years we need a truck mentos <laughs> peeps we need an 18 wheeler as we can drive around the country being mentors bj and the mentors oh geez <laughs> this went way wrong employers see a problem 39 percent of plan sponsors feel their employees are doing a good job preparing for retirement and a mere 15 percent feel their employees will have enough money saved, but they're just doing what they can, right? Uh, employers know offering a retirement plan is important for maintaining their workforce, with about half citing retention and attraction as a top reason to offer a plan, and 61% feeling it's important for employees to participate. Now, I wonder, because I haven't dug into this part, what is the definition of retirement plan? Is it just about asset allocation or is it stuff we're talking about to be more holistic and have somebody create a plan? Is that a question or no, what do you think? I, I don't think retirement, maybe with principal retirement plan does mean retirement plan the way we think about it. But most people, and I think a lot of people in financial services hear retirement plan and they can hear go, Ooh, asset allocation. I'm going to sell you a nice packet. You know, nice product that uh, does this for you. Don't worry about it. Okay. What's that going to do for me? Well, that's the problem is that many times you don't actually do a thorough, holistic plan, understanding all the moving parts. And so it is just going to lead to say, hey, you need this. The problem is, is that we can all be separated in age and we yeah. can all be sold the exact same thing from many people because they're simply a sales. Right. Exactly. Well, maybe again. Maybe what plan sponsors are looking at here, a retirement plan, maybe making it a retirement plan or something like a MyBlocks available to your employees is important because they're saying at the same time that they don't do enough to encourage employees to increase their deferred savings percentage and they don't do enough to start planning for income in retirement. And again, it's not really the employee employer's job to do it. But they feel like maybe they want to. Get back. We're going to continue with this study and more here on Financial Fitness Friday. We'll be right back.
Get daily investment news you can use. Delivered at the speed of the internet at realinvestmentadvice.com. We're all impacted by the significance of the passage of time, especially when it comes to signing up for Medicare. When should you enroll? What's the best plan for you? How will the significant passage of time adversely affect your Medicare premiums? Join Richard Rosso and Danny Ratliff for our next virtual lunch and learn on Medicare, avoiding pitfalls and permanent penalties. Thursday, April 21st. Register now at realinvestmentadvice.com for our next free lunch and learn to avoid the pitfalls and permanent penalties of Medicare. Realinvestmentadvice.com. Anyone can sell you insurance and they'll gladly take your premium dollars. The RIA Insurance Agency can provide you with insurance solutions tailor-made for your needs and lifestyle. Because everyone's assets are different, let RIA Insurance review what you need to protect and how. We won't sell you insurance, but what you need will be a matter of policy. RIA Insurance Agency. 888-915-0780. 888-915-0780. Realinvestmentadvice.com. Click on the insurance tab. What worries you about your money? Enhance your financial success with RIA Advisors' free financial planning tool, MyBlocks. It's our online modular manager for your money and your life. Does your vision of retirement match up to reality? MyBlocks can help to determine how much you'll need and how you can achieve. Create your own personal financial vision for the next decade with MyBlocks, our free tool at RIAAdvisors.com. Click on the Client Portal tab, RIAAdvisors.com. And now, another page from the Real Investment Advisors Investing Manifesto. Manage risk and volatility rather than trying to manage gains. You don't have to be right all the time. Long-term investing success is a 70% gain. Let us help you reach your financial goals with RIA Advisors. Neither bull nor bear. RIA Advisors. 281-501-1791 or online at realinvestmentadvice.com. The Real Investment Show. I've got a really good idea. What's, What's that, that, Richard? A communal, older American community for single men called Bitter Ends because we all get dang crabby as we get older. <laughs> Bitter Ends. You like it? I like it. Yeah, okay. It's no got, doors on panache. any of the rooms. No doors. No. Everybody's able to walk out into the, mm-hmm. right? Walk yeah. out into the hall and go, I hate you. I hate you too. What time's breakfast? I don't know. So, bitter why, ends. Why does it sound like Grandpa Rosso? <laughs> My, <laughs> kind of sounds like uh, Grandpa from The Simpsons a little bit. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Isn't it the same thing? Yeah, probably. That's how I envision him. That's actually what Richard. I had to be. stop my grandfather from every summer in Brooklyn, sitting in the backyard, with a huge pitcher of Chianti with peaches in it, <laughs> and his pastime was throwing rocks at stray cats. And I okay. said, "This is what retirement is like: mm-hmm. getting drunk and throwing <laughs> rocks <laughs> at stray cats." Oh man! I'm like. I don't want to live to be this age. How do you get that? Like uh, seventy. How do you get that rock trio in the backyard in the first place? It's Brooklyn. Every backyard is rocks. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Listen, we talk about having a hobby, having something to do in retirement. It's especially important for men. We always talk to clients to say, "Listen, what are you going to do for a living in retirement? What?" is going to hold your interests because throwing rocks and cats. Now, the Chianti with the peaches, I'm all for that. But the rock thing. Sounds like a good time. What time does it start? 10 a.m. Oh, okay. <laughs> Every day. Every day. <laughs> In the lawn chair. Every day. Where's Grandpa? <laughs> you know, in the backyard with the rocks. You had to ask. Yeah. Uh-huh. Then it's 10.30 and I'd hear him, what time's lunch? <laughs> I'm like, retirement's hell. It's, it's just the mini hell that people, that you get put into. This is not the same anymore, right? People live vibrant lives in retirement. They continue to work longer. You know, right, Danny? We meet with clients that are 70, 80 years old, people that are older, and you wouldn't even know it. They're very active. They're engaged. They're social. 
And it's nice to see, but you need the money. And one of the ways you keep the money is by making correct decisions, which Social Security, right? Correct. Yeah, Social Security um, goes... Lance, I'm waiting for Lance to cue in on YouTube. Oh, he is. He's going to be there anymore. He's throwing rocks at the Social Security Administration. I actually That's did get him to admit this week that, so, that it will be there in some way, shape, or fashion, which you is You give him the, steps. like, people will be, like, living in his backyard because he doesn't want to think about that. Well, he's also out digging a moat right now to make it bigger. <laughs> probably He's probably purchasing a couple more alligators. Listen, Social Security is not a cure-all by any means. Um, but even in, with people who have done a wonderful job saving... If you go through a poor sequence of returns uh, or lower returns in markets for a series of years and you're in withdrawal mode, having Social Security to fill in those holes where maybe, one, you don't have to take the money out that year of your variable asset accounts like stocks and bonds, or you're reducing your withdrawal rate. Because it is, if you take the words, just take Social Security out, it is designed to be an income you can't outlive. People who have, or retirees who have what, Danny? They did the right thing with Social Security, and they have a pension. Man, people look at it and go, okay, I'm bringing X amount of dollars in from pension and Social Security. And that will cover my needs. That'll cover everything I need to do to keep shelter and food on my table. What a good feeling that is. And when we lost pensions, unfortunately, Social Security became the pension. It wasn't designed to be that. So there are times when the Social well, always, the Social Security claiming decision is really a big part of retirement income planning. And you don't go to your friends, and you don't go to your neighbors, and you don't use any kind of political kind of prism to think about social security or you don't look at the ad that's going to pop up consistently saying that oh, it's yeah. not going to be there to scare you into doing something that you know you All may the, or may not need now right. it doesn't mean these products are bad but when they're sold not planned for they most certainly are because this is where people well, get in trouble when the trust fund stuff comes out and it's underfunded or whatever it is you get all these bombastic headlines it's going away and so forth and then you look at it's from wells fargo <laughs> JP Moore. Why? Because they want to put you in stocks. All right? They want you in the stock market. And I will tell you, that works great when you're in a market tailwind. But what if you retire in a market headwind and returns are going to be lower? What's well, also if the I'm annuity getting 3% or the gold. a year on average on yeah. a blended portfolio and I'm taking out four, I don't need to be a rocket scientist to know I'm in trouble. But hold on. So, so that's okay, too, though. There are, there are going to be times that you're going to take out more than what you make, right? But We're not every have... year, maybe. But if I have a poor sequence of returns for four, five, six years, look what happened Correct. to people who retired in 2000. Oh, yeah. Right? You completely eroded it. You never got back to even. Right. But for some people, maybe getting back to even was never the goal. Maybe it's just you have X amount to live on. You're not going to leave a big legacy, and that's going to be okay. Yes. And you're going to have enough to, to go down this path. Because I think so many times, and for most people we, we visit with, mm -hmm. the goal is to to not erode the principle that you have. Mm -hmm. It's to you know live off the interest or the growth from it and let it continue to grow over time. And, and so, but I think a lot of times we get so focused on that that you know we forget that, yes, we're going to have bad years from time to time. Absolutely. And, and two, for some people, probably the majority of people that are out there, they're actually going to erode whatever they have. And, and granted, we looked at numbers, you know, new, a lot of new numbers came out from Transamerica Studies for uh, Center for Retirement. Mm -hmm. You mentioned Genworth a bit ago. These guys do a ton of research, ton of studies. And it shows that most Americans don't have enough. They will erode what they have. Well, they were on a spend down. Correct. <clears throat> but you just want to make sure that you your money doesn't you spend down before you go down. Correct. Right? And that's the issue. So if I have a big correction... And I'm taking out my normal distribution. As Lance has charts, we have a chart tomorrow. Uh, you could be, set, be setting yourself back a decade. Because volatility is not your friend. So what Social Security and guaranteed income products do is it fills that hole. 
like during the financial crisis, Danny, right? A lot of clients who had variable asset portfolios and like, oh my gosh. I said, listen, there's got to be a way we don't have to take distributions this year. How do we do it? Well, one, we took Social Security the right way. We're good. Two, I have, an home, I have a home equity line of credit or I have cash value in life insurance. I'm going to use that this year. I said, listen, here's what we're going to do. We're going we're gonna to do this for a couple of years. Once the market rebounds, and markets always do, we just don't know when, we'll pay off the loan. We'll, we'll take care of it. And that's what we did. Be, because there are times where you can't or you need to review your portfolio withdrawal rate. What Social Security does, if you take it right, is it allows you to have some breathing room. If I've got a good cash flow coming in on a monthly basis that I can't outlive, maybe I can look at my variable assets. Listen, Danny, you said it right. You're saying it from a very intellectual perspective. But if I'm a new retiree and my account's flat for the year, right? I didn't lose any money, you know, but the, mar- you know, the markets are down. I'm sort of flat, but I took 4% out. My first year, I think I'm going to panic. Oh, yeah. It, My it first doesn't year, because I'm seeing this erosion, and I'm psychologically not dealing with this very well, right? Well, not to mention, you just switched from being an accumulator to a right. distributor. Right. That's hard enough. I mean, so many people struggle with that. In fact, so much so that we see a lot of people go back to work to some extent, mm. do contract uh, work, mm. part-time work, because they have a very hard time just mentally yes. overcoming that hurdle. Yeah, it is. Uh, I call it going from Tim Allen, Tim the Toolman Taylor, to Wilson. Right? I'm on the other side of the fence. I have to think differently than a family in that show that has three young children and is an earnings machine on his new show. Wilson, in his little fisherman's hat, right? He's got to look at his portfolio, his money differently than Tim the Toolman. I'm not wearing that hat in retirement. Even if I am throwing rocks at cats, I am <laughs> But you are going to wear it tomorrow. <clears throat> oh, I, sh- yes. I wish I had a hat like that for tomorrow. Well, you've got I'm time to go get one. one. Yeah. yeah. Do they have like Academy a opens at like nine. I'm not even sure they sell those at Academy anymore. I don't think anymore. they do anymore. Those fishermen. Fishermen cats. I'm going to have to go call somebody in New England. No, nah, I'm going to find <clears> you. <throat> go, to, go to Dick's Sporting Goods. Oh, I guess I could do that. Yeah. I'll, I'll, that's where my day will be today, trying to find a hat. <laughs> that's where we need some RIA advisor fishing hats. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, good luck with that one. That and I know exactly, I would use a caricature lance, and I know exactly which picture I'd use. <laughs> it's under the wash, rinse, repeat <clears throat> video. That'd be a capper. That would be. It really would be. So listen, we've got lots of stuff for you next week on the show. Hope you have a great weekend. Thanks for being with us here. Financial Fitness Friday. Ah, it's been fun. Hasn't it, Danny? Always. (laughs) Thanks, everybody. It's a rich man's world